We're holding by Perik Tezvah, Pasuk Lamed Gimel. So we learned previously that uh, after Shmuel gives his Teichacha to Shol, and finally Shol accepts it, and the Beged is torn, which is a sign that the Malucha is going to be torn away from Shol. So Shmuel ordered, in Pasuk Lamed Beis, Shmuel ordered Agag be brought in front of him to be executed. And Agag comments to Shmuel, Achein Sar Maramavis, that he's complaining that the bitterness of death is approaching. So upon hearing this, Shmuel responds to Agag that you're complaining about the bitterness of death. It's no worse than you deserve. It's no more than you did to other families. Just like your sword caused other women to become childless, so too should your mother become childless amongst other women. In other words, that he's saying that you killed other children and made mothers childless so too your mother should become childless. Now, uh, Reb Chaim Vital reads the Pasuk a little differently. He says, So too should your mother become childless through the efforts of women. Referring uh, as a remez to Esther, that Esther would be the one who would finally wipe out and exterminate the descendants of Agag's mother, which would be Haman and his ten sons. So that's, Reb Chaim Vital leads that into, that the Nashim are going to cause your mother to become childless. And then, and Shmuel executes Agag in front of Hashem and Gilgal. Now, Vayishasev is a very uh, unique word. Um, Targum learns that it means like he chopped him to pieces. Now, Pashup Shad Chazal learned is that Shmuel used the sword because, again, part of the Midah Knekamidah is that Agag used the sword, so Shmuel used the sword. But the word Vayashasev is teaching you that he used the chopping motion to tell you that he, like, he hacked him to pieces. And Chazal give gory details of exactly how the execution was done. He was quartered, his flesh was, was, was peeled off and fed to ostriches, very gory detailed. What was the purpose, says the Radak? purpose was to send a warning to other nations not to even think of attacking Kla Yisrael. Now, what is the purpose of telling us Lefnei Hashem Begilgal? So one shot is that this, telling you that this occurred in front of the Mizbeach in Gilgal. And there's even a, a shot that holds that the Mishkan was at Gilgal at this time and telling you that it occurred Lefnei Hashem in front of Hashem in front of the Mishkan. Um, but that is not what the majority of the Mepharshim hold. And Rav Mendel Geldworth uh, adds that uh, he, it's saying that Shmuel acted in front of Hashem, meaning there was no political motivation, no selfish desires here. It was simply doing the Ratzon of Hashem by killing Agag. And then the Pasuk tells us, Vayelech Shmuel Haramasa. So Shmuel went back to Ramah, meaning he went his way. Vishal Allah al Baisa give Ashal. Shal went up to his house and give Ashal. They went their separate ways. Which give Ashal is this? So according to Wamshad, it's give us Binyamim that when Shal built this palace there, they renamed it give Ashal. According to the Radak, it was a different city uh, named after Shaul after he built it. And Remendel Geldworth adds over here that the Pasuk is giving the impression that they didn't give Shalom to each other, but rather they became estranged. They had a, a difficult relationship, that there was no friendliness between them, and that Shmuel went his way, and the Pasuk is telling you, and Shaul went his way, and they sort of kept their distance from each other. Shmuel never again saw Shaul until the day he died. Now, this can't mean literally he never saw him, because we're going to see in a couple of prokim that when Shaul is seeking out David, he does encounter Shmuel. So it means that they didn't seek out each other. That was a... Um, that was a... Um, um, what's it called? That, that they met by chance, but that was not an orchestrated meeting. It wasn't that Shaul sought out Shmuel, or Shmuel sought out Shaul. 
Um, and the Abarbanel says that it could be that in that meeting, Shmuel made a point of not looking at Shaul's face, that he avoided even looking at Shaul, even in Parakites, when they do meet. Um, until the day of his death, we'll see later on in Perik Chavches that after Shmuel dies, Shaul does summon up his neshama to talk to him. So he didn't see him until the day of his death, but after his death, he did speak to Shmuel and see him. Uh, the Pasuk continues, Ki Shmuel el Shaul, because Shmuel mourned over Shaul. In other words, Shmuel never sought out Shaul again because he mourned over him. Hashem nicham, and Hashem reconsidered, Ki Hashem reconsidered having made Shaul melech over Klai Yisrael. So the Pasuk repeats what it started this whole um, 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 nevuah of Shmuel with. That the point that Hashem is commenting that he reconsidered having made Shaul the melech. So the Mitsuda says an interesting shot over here. He says the word key is going back on the entire Pasuk, saying that Hashem stood by his decision to to um, take away the Malucha from Shaul, even though it caused Shmuel tremendous grief over the fact that obviously his handiwork, his protege, Shaul, is being disregarded and being knocked off his pedestal. Nevertheless, Hashem stood by his decision to uh, to have him replaced. And the Mitsuda says that now Shmuel knowing conscious of the fact that if he would see Shaul, it would just cause him more pain, so he chose to avoid him, so as to avoid having further heartache. And we will see tomorrow, when we begin Zayin, that Hashem commands Shmuel to stop mourning over Shaul. It is now time for him to go and seek out the successor of the, uh, the, the Malchus, which we know will be David HaMelech.